Hey, good afternoons, my brothers and sisters of Messiah. This is Brother Frederick coming to you from Broken Air, Oklahoma, for another manna for today. Do you remember the story in Ezekiel? The prophet Ezekiel. And he came to a valley of dry, dead bones. And I was reminded of this scripture the other day. And I really felt within my spirit that the Lord told me that there are many of you out there need to do exactly what Ezekiel did to the Valley of Dry Bones. That you need to start prophesying to those things that are dead in your life. Those dreams that you that you know you're supposed to be doing in the near future but yet it just seems like time after time after time goes longer and longer and nothing's happening. And the same area of, of those dead finances in your lives or healing in your body. You know, it's been weeks, it's been months and you're still praying and you're still praying and asking God to heal you. And, and yet nothing's happening. So here's what Ezekiel said. Ezekiel 37, I'm going to pick up at verse 1. And he says, the hand of the Lord was upon me. Now, when it says the hand of the Lord, the word Lord capitalized, I just want to let you know something, a little secret. This is the King James, this is the Catholic King James boys changing our God's name to Lord. His name is Yahuwah, or we say in English, Yahweh. So really, every time you see that word Lord in the Old Testament, they replaced that from his original name. My people shall be called by my name. Well, what's his name? It's not God. That's a title. But his name is Yahuwah or Yahweh. So here's what he says. The hand of Yahuwah was upon me and carried me out in the spirit of Yahuwah. And he set me down in the midst of the valley, which was full of bones. Verse 2. And he caused me to pass by them round about. And behold, there were many in the open valley, and lo, they were very dry. Verse 3. And he said unto me, Son of man, can these bones live? And I answered, O Yehovah God, thou knowest. You know, the King James knowest, you know, stuff. And he said again to me, Prophesy, prophesy. Listen now, prophesy upon these bones and say unto them oh you dry bones hear the word of Yahovah verse 5 thus saith Yehovah Elohim or God of these bones behold I will cause breath to enter to you and you shall live now it goes on down further about the sin news and he says about prophesy and there was a great noise coming and basically it was a prophecy concerning the rebirth of Israel now, I'm going to give you a little shocker here. That place over where Jerusalem, Israel, do you know that's not really Israel? It's not. Because it's actually Judah. And the reason I say that is because when it, he prophesied back in Ezekiel about bringing back the 12 tribes of Israel, which included Judah and Benjamin. That was a country of its own. That's why it was called the kingdom of Judah. And then you had the kingdom of Israel. 
Well, most people don't know that in 1948, just before they went to the Union and voted, did you know that the people who were in charge of that country at that time had told the United States and had told the United Nations that they were going to be called, this is the rebirth of Judea, Judah. Well, do you know just a few days before that happened, the day that they celebrate, they decided to change it from Judea or Judah to Israel. And the reason why they chose that, because lo and behold, in, in the year 1948, now not 1948 that year, but in the year of 1948 in the Old Testament time period, was the day that Abraham was born. Coincidence, huh? Anyway, enough instead of that. So, he said, prophesy. He said, prophesy and say unto these bones, Oh, you dry bones, hear the word of Yahuwah. So, what dry bones do you have in your life today? Hmm? You know it. You know what's going on in your life. I mean, I sense in my in my spirit. That's why I really felt that he told me to share this concerning this is also, you know, even though it's a prophecy concerning the rebirth of the nation of Israel, really nation of Israel. And that's a whole different subject. But he wanted you to start prophesying to those things in your lives, those things that you lack. The finances you lack. Now, I'm not getting to the prosperity gospel. I do not believe in it. I believe in sowing and reaping. Yes, you do. But sadly, what has caused many pastors, and especially in the nations of Africa and all those states, is that they, they have accepted this prosperity gospel. And what's interesting, the word prosperity in the original Hebrew has nothing to do with money. It was a saying, a salutation to each other. So let's say I'm getting ready to go down to Oklahoma City, okay? And I'm going to go, and my wife's not going with me. And so she would say, if she did this as a salutation, you know, she says, may you prosper on your journey as you go down to Oklahoma City. And I would, of course, say, oh, thank you, sweetheart. Thank you very much. I'll, I'll, I, will, I take that, that it will be successful for me to get down there and come back home. That's what the word prosperity means. It has nothing to do with finances and tithing. When especially tithing in the Old Testament had nothing to do with money. It was doing with crops and vegetables and stuff and animals. Well, well, I don't want to get into that subject. So let's leave that alone real quick. So what am I saying to you guys? If you've got dreams... That the Lord has given, you know, Yahoo and see, I still mess up on that word, Lord. It, it takes time to learn this. But if he, if, if your father has given you a dream of, of some kind of ministry, and you're just now starting out, and you've been trying to do it and trying to do it and trying to do it, and it keep, and it just seems, maybe what you need to start doing is like what Ezekiel did: start prophesying by your mouth and start prophesying. You know, that Father God, I thank you that you called me. And I thank you that you opened the doors. You're the only one that can open the doors from heaven. And that no man can shut. So, Father, bring me into that place of position where that, 
where that will take place in my life. Start saying that. Start prophesying. Start declaring and decreeing into that situation. Or finances in your life. You know, either lack of food or business or something. Do the same thing. See, folks, you have to open your mouth and confess it and declare it. Well, I don't believe in that confession stuff. Well, you had to because you had to confess Jesus as Lord. Did you not do that? You know, he did say, if you won't confess me before men, I won't confess you before the Father. Hmm, interesting, huh? You know the scriptures, folks, in the Old Testament and the New Testament that, that, you know, death and life are in the power of your tongue. You know, your tongue is the greatest weapon in your life to, to build you up or to tear you down. I mean, are you confessing? Well, I'm just never going to have enough. We just keep struggling week by week, month by month. I just don't know if this is going to ever work. Well, you got what you said right there, okay? Stop prophesying that he will speak to the hearts of people who have an ear to hear him speaking to them to, to come and bless you supernaturally out of nowhere. You never know where it's going to come from. Do you hear what I'm saying to you? Or if you're you if you've got an illness or something that's just it's prolonged, not like 38 years of the man that pulls Salam, but maybe it has been that long. Start prophesying your healing. Start declaring the name of Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus the Messiah. Start prophesying your healing. Well, brother, I just don't know if I can do that. I mean, that's a lot of work. Well, then suffer then. I'm sorry, but just keep on suffering. Well, I keep asking him to heal me. Okay, let me ask you a question. I know a lot of this is how people pray. I I come across it all the time. Even with with the pastors that I'm talking to over in Pakistan, Uganda, Kenya, Nigeria, uh... Hope I, you know, got Uganda. Yeah, okay. I'm hoping I didn't miss anybody there and left you out. If I did, I'm sorry. But this is how I hear them pray. They're saying, well, we asked God to heal that person. I said, I said, okay, let me ask you a question then. Where do you see that in the New Testament scriptures to tell you to ask God to heal somebody or to heal you? You won't find it. But what you will find in the New Testament through the apostles when they when the examples that we've got given to us you will see them declaring and speaking to the situation that needs to be healed in the name of Yeshua HaMashiach Jesus Messiah they spoke to the circumstances they spoke healing just like the man at the gate of beautiful Peter, you know, Peter didn't say, oh, Father, we just pray for so-and-so here at the gate of beautiful, and we just ask you to come and heal. He didn't say that. He spoke to the man's symptoms and commanded the man to get up and walk. Well, I, I don't, you know, Brother Frederick, I, I, I don't know if I can do that. Well, maybe this is what you need to start learning. I was taught the same thing, folks, for many years. I've always got asked God to heal, but you and I saw results once in a great while. 
But ever since I have learned to speak to the symptoms of that person directly, like if I was prophesying to that sickness, to that dead thing in their lives, I have seen more results than ever before. Because I'm taking authority over that sickness and disease. Well, but brother, what if they don't get healed? That's not your problem, folks. That's not your concern. Your job is to be obedient and speak and prophesy to that situation. Yes, it can happen right there instantly. I've seen it happen with me a lot. But I've also seen it just like with Jesus that says within the same hour they went about and they got healed. Okay? He sent his word to heal them. Like this, like the centurion's servant that was sick. And as the man was walking back to his home, his, his servants came out and said, Hey, your, your servant's alive. He's, he's, he's alive. He's, he's around walking healthy and all that. So the point is, start prophesying for your healing. Start prophesying for your finances to come in. Start prophesying the ministry that God has called you into. You hear what I'm saying? Start prophesying to these situations. If you keep your mouth shut and don't say anything and keep begging God that he would do something for you, you just do it over and over and over. When the whole time your loving Father and Jesus and the Holy Spirit is waiting for you to start prophesying to the dead bones that's in your life. I hope you heard what I've said today. Okay? Because just like Ezekiel in the 3710, he says, So I prophesied as he commanded me, and the breath came unto them, and they lived, and stood up upon their feet, an exceeding great army. Start prophesying. Start watching that situation come alive in your in your in your life. Start prophesying, you hear me? To those situations that are dying in your life. Because as I said, the Godhead, the Father, Jesus, the Word, and the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, is waiting upon waiting upon you to start prophesying to those dead things in your life. Hallelujah. I trust that you enjoy this today. Please share this with other people. Please leave a comment on on my on, on this podcast. I'd love to hear from you. Let me know that I I mean I know I hear the Spirit of the Lord. But let me know that this is exactly what you needed in your life. Because I know what I heard that there were many of you out there that need to start prophesying to the dead elements in your life of finances, healing, ministry, business, or our business, or even your relationship with others. Let me know. And we'll see you next time for Manifor Today 
And remember, may God's richest and best be yours today.